talking shit, baby. Every episode, I promise you was lit, baby. Every week, it's some shit you can't miss, baby. Dylan Bob, still a vibe. Podcast game solidified, no cap. All fact like a snapper. Stream us on that Spotify or Apple, tap in. Roller coaster ride, strap in. We gon' take you for a ride, just take this shit in stride. All topics, sport the current event. Tell me who more current than this. Good luck with the mother shows. This the best one. Your sister and your brother knows. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. We talking shot, we talking shot, we talking shit, baby. Yes, sir. Talking shop presented by Anchor. This is episode 117. I am your host, Bobby Hall. And with me, as always, Dylan the Savage and in spirit, Joe the Greek. Uh, fortunately, this week, Dylan, we're, it's it's just the OGs this week. Yes, yes. He is fine. Joe is fine. He is just having a blast with his daughter. So, um, you know, we're here and it's 117, baby. TSP, let's go. Yes, sir. We're going to keep the energy up. Joe will be right back with us next week. Can't wait. Um, just some last minute stuff. Yeah, he's uh, home alone with his daughter, probably getting beat up on and spit at. <laughs> uh, you know, all that fun dad stuff. But um, shout out to Joe. We'll catch you next week, my guy. No no, uh, no sweat. And uh, unfortunately, we also had to uh, head back to the Midwest. Um, we'll be right back out west again next week as well. But uh, um, our guest for this week canceled uh, on us last minute as well. Uh, had some things pop up, uh, some personal stuff that uh, I, I don't want to get into uh, on uh, on air. But uh, we'll, we'll bring him back eventually down the line. Um, you know, all good. It's okay. It's been a while since it's just kind of been uh, the boys. You know, we got plenty of stuff to get into. Um, as always, we'll, we'll start it up with uh, you know, how, how's your week been? Low. The week's been great. Uh, it was. It went pretty smoothly, actually. Can't complain about it. Um, just finished the yard prior to getting on to the podcast today, so you know, already have that sense of accomplishment. It's kind of like you know, making your bed first thing in the morning. You get that sense of accomplishment, um, and you, you know, you kind of build off that, moving towards the rest of your day, uh, doing any kind of chore. You know. You don't like it during doing the chore, but you know when you're doing the chore, it sucks. After you're done doing the chore, you get that sense of accomplishment, um, a little pat on the back to yourself. Moving forward kind of mo- motivates you in a way. Conquer more challenges throughout your day. But it's been great, Bobby. How about yourself? Absolutely. Um. Well, the start of the week wasn't too great. Um. I'm. I'm I've realized in the past two months. That uh, the homeowner headaches, they come at you fast, and they come at you in abundance. But uh, I was mowing the lawn Monday or Tuesday, and our AC unit outside was just, it, you could probably hear it down the street. Like It was running so crazy loud. Still had cool air and everything, so I wasn't sure of just maybe some fucking, some stupid ass, uh, what are those things called? That come off the trees, like the little helicopter fucking things yeah, you know, I know always fall during yeah, the, yeah. so i don't know maybe there's a shit ton of those that fell, i don't know but it was just running crazy loud so uh i called got a, a tech out and he ended up finding some part that was faulty replaced that that was a quick 230 bucks um 
looked at the receipt. Apparently, there's a hundred dollar travel charge. I don't know <laughs> if that means that like that's just the the standard charge if they come out. Even if something wasn't wrong, I was gonna pay hundred bucks because a lot of those places have stuff like that. But it was wrote, written down as a travel charge, and I I live probably less than five miles from you know this company, so that was that kind of sucked, but. I mean, you gotta have it. I gotta have the AC. I, there's no fucking way I was gonna just let this thing go, right? You right. know, until something worse happened, and I have no no AC. Just not a chance. Gotta have it. So I got that fixed, and then the same day, um, I had to get because I'm I'm getting hernia, hernia surgery on the 10th, August 10th. So that's gonna be uh that's gonna be tough. Not I'm not looking forward to it, but I had to get a bunch of tests done, blood tests, EKG, make sure my you know heart and lungs and everything was just okay and. Um, so I get a bunch, I get blood taken out. The fucking nurse misses the, the uh, vein the first time. So she got to go in a second time and it stung like an absolute bitch. Oh, thanks. Uh, I already hate, I already hate getting that shit done, but just, you know, having type two, it's, I got to get blood work done basically every three months. So I'm kind of used to it, but God damn, sometimes they fuck up. Um, so I get blood taken out and all that. And I decided to mow the lawn cause it was, it was, it needed it bad. It just, we kept getting rain. So I couldn't get it done the weekend like I like to. So I finally had to tackle it. And I got about over, I don't know, about 75% of the way done. And then I, I felt like I was about to fucking collapse because I got that blood taken out. Didn't eat anything. And uh, went out like an idiot and tried to mow the lawn. And it was like 90 <laughs> degrees out too. So it was a perfect storm. Jesus. So I, 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 I leave the front yard. I'm like, well, I'll, 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 uh, we'll, we'll leave that for tomorrow. And, um, I hit the garage. I was going to grab like a Jack's out of our freezer. And then I realized our fucking stand-up freezer took a shit on us. Um, it was weird. Everything on the bottom shelf was still frozen solid, but like the very top shelf, it was thawed, but still cold. And fortunately, I have a um, garage fridge as well. And it's got the, obviously got the, the little freezer up top. So I was able to move everything in there. So we didn't lose anything, which was nice. But still, I, we've been here fucking two months and that thing's already gone. I um I had a uh, stand up freezer in my old house that I gave to my mom, and because uh, she has currently has a big ass chest freezer, which I don't know, she just wants to be able to have one of them freezers that you can kind of just walk right up to, rather than having to like open up the chest freezer, dig around and shit. You know, the stand up, you can kind of have everything placed to where you you don't have to fucking bend down and you know do everything. But right. um, they still hadn't even plugged the motherfucker in, so I'm gonna be scooping that up this weekend bringing that back hopefully it hasn't been plugged in in almost probably three months so hopefully that that still works but uh yeah that was all the same day man it's just like holy fuck man it's just that's uh, all in one day one thing after another here yeah it was all one day God and, damn uh, it was rough but uh you know as always could, things could be worse everything's good like i said we still got ac so everything we're, we're still running i got these fucking uh you know um it's grass looking good. It's probably I, I might I might tackle it tomorrow. I don't know. I, that's why I hate mowing it like in the middle of the week because then it, it just knocks it knocks your your shit all out of whack. You know, right. I don't I don't want to have to mow it every week during on, during the week. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I might I might try to do something tomorrow if it's not super hot just to get it back ahead of the game to where it's back on kind of our regularly scheduled programming. Um, yeah, I'm with you there, man. Other than like, that, you know, nothing too, nothing too bad. Same old, same old. Friday, fucked up Friday at work, you know. Um, but I'm I'm trying to get these hours in because as soon as I get the surgery, 
these short-term disability checks are fucking pennies on the dollar. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there with the whole mowing situation. I don't like doing it during the weekday because it's like, dude, you're already busting your ass at work, um, and you don't want to have work on top of work. So you just really try to that sweet spots Friday afternoon after work. That way you can kind of really enjoy your weekend, don't have to worry about anything. You got fresh cut grass to enjoy as well um, for any kind of cookouts, barbecues, and what have you. But you know, I I that's inc- that's incredible. All in one day, it's good that you kind of kept it afloat though. It sounds like you you made it out, like you said, and everything's peachy so far. And um, could have been worse. But I kind of like visualized you like in a in a boat with with a hole in it. You're just scooping out water with a bucket in the middle of the ocean. Keeping the boat afloat, but you're still kind of like, you know, treading. But you made it to land. You want to get that chest? <laughs> it, was, it wasn't that bad, thank God. Because, I mean, AC, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I got to have it. But if we, for some reason, didn't, I mean, we, we would, you know, survive. Right. Now, in that situation, you know, do you have, but, like, but, a room AC that you hook up to the window that you plug in? Kind of, like, at least isolate one room if, like, worst case scenario? Um, I, I think my parents... I think they have one that we used to use in my bedroom, and I'm assuming it probably just because they they actually have um, central air too. So I'm assuming that things just sit in the garage. So I could probably just go and grab that. But, that's clutch. That's definitely clutch. Yeah, that's why. I mean, at the time, you get pissed off, annoyed. You're like, God damn it, man! Because it's it's been one thing after another. Like I said, we already lost our dishwasher. Like that thing went to shit. Like I think the first month. So it's like, God damn, man, this place is fucking, some of the shit in here was just apparently kept together with duct tape and, <laughs> you know, whatever the fuck. But it's all good. Um, some, I was looking at dishwashers. Dishwashers are pretty, fairly cheap, you know, as far as, like, appliances go. But I think the, the more bit bigger bitch would be the installation. But Yeah, you can probably get a good one for, like, what, 200 bucks? Really good one at that. Yeah, it's something like that. That's not bad. Um. But- I got uh sorry I'm getting Corey likes to fucking text me bullshit while we're re- recording, but uh, one thing I was realizing because I was listening back to some of our episodes is I uh, I've been fucking up the last like three or four episodes and I, I've been forgetting the the most important question for all our guests the eighteen year old question because that's when we get some really good introspective you know um awesome answers and stuff that kind of make you uh, sit and think a little bit you know what i mean so i went back and i asked um our last three guests josh uh heather and gerald and they they hit me with some pretty good answers and uh, i want i want to read those off um starting out with gerald who said uh if i knew then what i know now god is always with me trust in his timing that's a respectable answer he also said uh there's been a date change for his competitions now September 26th so we'll uh we'll have to reach back out to him around that time see if he went and got that sixth ring you know what I'm saying uh, I'm sure I'm sure uh giving giving him another month to prep you know prepare for this is is uh, not good for his competitors because that means he's just gonna get even better and uh you know gonna probably even get it with even more ease we'll see though we're gonna cheer him on though shout out to Gerald Yes, sir, then, champions um, mentality. Heather sent us a voice message to the TSP IG. Um, let me see if I can pull that up real quick. It was pretty solid. I'm going to play it through here. Hopefully we can hear it all right. Not working. So, I'll see if I can figure that out. But 
I'll jump to Josh's for now. It's weird that it's not playing. But uh, Josh Hankus said, I'd tell my 18-year-old self, you're going to make mistakes, and that's okay. In fact, take more risks and do not be afraid of those mistakes because that's how you will learn and grow. And I 100% agree with that. Uh, I think a lot of us back then, because um, it always goes back to like our high school curriculum, which is, you know, you're kind of instilled in you like, once we, we let you out of these gates, you need to know what the fuck you want to do and jump around and you're scared to fuck up because you feel like if you have that one fuck up, you're going to be derailed and you're n- you'll never be able to jump back on and that's just not right. the case you know it's like he said it's how you live it's how you learn and grow and eventually yeah, yeah. uh you know look look where he's doing he's, he's kicking ass and uh, i think a lot you can say that for a lot of people yeah and i would say even the most successful people fail the most because like you i think you learn more from your failures than you do from your successes yeah i would agree with that i think a lot of people would agree with that like a lot of those people that just never fail a lot of people probably envy those people, but if you look at it from the outside perspective, I mean, I need someone that has failed a lot because they, I mean, I guess in a sense, it's one thing of failing and learning from those failures and failing and then repeating those failures. I mean, one has to also make those changes and adapt and um, conquer the failing, succeed, so I guess there is that part of that aspect where you have to kind of learn what to change and learn from the failing, not just failing in general. But that's what I mean. I need someone that's going to fail and learn from those failures and callous those failures to build success. There it is. Um, I'm going to keep trying to fuck with this voice memo thing. I don't know if Instagram is having some weird shit. But it's, they're just, it's just not playing. And she had a pretty good answer, too, as you could imagine. She's just, uh, as most of you guys seen on 116, she's just, you know, um, very motivating and uh, encouraging. And that's kind of how uh, she, you know, spoke to her 18-year-old self. So uh, it sucks that this thing isn't working for us. But we'll see. I'll, I'll check back in on that later, see if we can get her to play. But um, now, While you're working on that, I mean, did you did you or were you affected by the Snapchat crash? Yeah, I think everyone was. Yeah, that was I, it was annoying, I, and uh, it took a minute to get to get fixed. That's for sure. I definitely had a scare because, as you know, I mean, you save a lot of memories in there, so there's a lot of pictures that are saved. It automatically saves into my camera roll and cloud and all that stuff too. But because um, I think it's set up that way, it does both. But either way, it crashed, but it was still working for Jen. So like, I only had her as my like you know my additive of knowledge of what's going on with Snapchat. If it was only breaking for me it was still working for her i deleted it because it wasn't opening it was crashing every time i went to go open it so i just deleted it then i went to go back into the app store and went to go download it from the cloud and it wasn't downloading so i was like oh dude i don't think i could ever have snapchat again there goes all the streaks there goes the memories because i'm sure there's some photos that are in there that are not actually on the camera roll but i mean i'm gonna have to go through those photos anyways and put on some kind of like drive or some kind of safe file for emergency cases. But yeah, it was a scary time. Next day, I was like, what the heck? I can try it. Downloaded perfectly fine. Changed the password and everything. So we're, 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 we're looking good there. Uh, how's Instagram looking though? That's just, I don't Yeah, I'll hit it. I'll hit play and it's just, it's just not doing shit. It's weird. I don't know. Uh, I, I was able to go because she's done this a couple of times when I, when I was trying to get her to come on the show. Um, I would I would type out some shit and she would uh 
she would um send back a, a voice memo and I was able to kind of go back later on in the day um to check those out or to re-listen to, to make sure I heard everything right but I don't know man it's not playing it that sucks ass I don't know that's so weird well uh well you already heard the the we'll voice memo right so if it doesn't work worst case scenario you can kind of just elaborate what she said uh no that's 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 incorrect no 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 not at all um, I listened to it the one time and it's just, I, I, I think I was, it was at work or something. So I'd much rather it come from her ears, but that, it's, that's fucking annoying, but I'll see if I can fuck with it later on. Like I said, um, we got our, we got our guest host this week, um, that came through since Joe couldn't, uh, come, you know, he, he had to deal with his stuff at home. So we reached out to a former guest of ours that's been, uh, clamoring to come back on and join us to talk some more shop he really had a good time the first time and we had fun having him on the first time we had pokemon battle and uh, we got to talk about yes, pokemon card game and all that shit which has um kind of gotten into a real ridiculous place these days so a lot of changes have, have happened since uh he's been on that last time but todd young's with us this week get you know the guest host of talking shop 117 todd welcome back to the show man we're excited to have you Hey, thank you so much for having me. Uh, Bobby, can you re- refresh my memory? Who won that Pokemon battle between you and him? I, I, I honestly forgot. Dylan. Dylan got it. He, he won it with the... Uh, yes, sir. The ener- he, he chose the correct energy card, man. That, was, that ended up uh, putting him right above, man. That was that was important shit. So, and also, I think... like I have you... all his cards, so... That's that's right. <laughs> yeah, so you're the winner. <laughs> yeah. I also think that you brought a bunch of people onto the the stream when i used to stream and uh i think you lost every single battle everyone yep. yeah i lost everyone and it seemed like joe won not only just the battles he, he was winning fucking giveaways like i got all his shit too and uh one of his bags got some real dope shit i think it was like a like a haunter and it was like it's a graded and shit yeah it's pretty it's dope so I told him, like, hey man possessions nine no nine tenths of the law and i've had these motherfuckers for like three months so he needs to fucking get it going before I I uh, I just stash him away because he's got some he's got some fire packs. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on here, man. It's been a while. I know I've been clawing at you to try to get me back on. Um, I'm not doing the whole streaming thing right now. Just taking the summer off. Um, plus, like you said, the Pokemon is just insane right now. It's hard to find anything um, retail without actually playing. You know. X amount for just a pack and then try to resell it for a dollar more when the packs aren't even really worth that much um, in general. So I just been staying out, hanging out with my wife and my daughters, working a bunch, going to the casino. I've hit some pretty big licks since I, uh, since I stopped streaming and uh, I, I've come away with some, a lot of money from the casino but I also give the casino a lot of money too, so it kind of <laughs> evens itself out. What what games are we playing over there? Blackjack. Blackjack, okay. Nothing but blackjack. But uh, I played Ultimate Texas Hold'em one time at the casino, and I bought in with two hundred dollars, and I cashed out fifteen hundred in a matter of seven hands. Okay. Wow, that's decent. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. And the lady that was playing with me, she was like, you're so lucky. It's beginner's luck and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, man, whatever. I won. I left and then I went back the next day 
and lost two thousand dollars on it. So it was just beginner's luck. <laughs> it's feast and famine over there, they say. Yeah. You know, you're gonna have one great night and then you're gonna have an equivalent terrible night. And then sometimes, you know, you have more bad nights than good nights, but that's that's why the casinos stay in business and that's why we have them all over the country. But I I just blackjack, blackjack that's the one with uh uh is that twenty one or is that a different game? Yeah. Yeah, so, that's right. twenty one. Okay, now, do you have any, like, I guess, ways on knowing what card you're going to get flipped on? Not saying you're going to count nope. cards, not counting cards or anything like that. Uh, but do you have, like, any kind of strategy, or you just kind of luck? I play by the book, man. So, whatever. If you got a 16 versus a face card, it's technically a hit. I don't play different at all, anytime. I play the same way. Um, my bet fluctuates between if I'm on a heater or if I'm losing, I'll just bet table minimum. But one night I walked in there with $200 and walked out with three grand. So it just, it's just all luck, man. I mean, people say they can count cards. They ask me if I count cards. I'm like, yep. The dealer gives me a nine and a 10. That's 19. So that's how I count cards. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's the game that I'd probably love to play. I'm not sure if like, man, that's the game. I'm always going to be hitting on 16, I feel like. I, I feel like I I would always bite off more than I can chew and lose yep. a lot of you money. Always, you got to go, go down fighting, man. You're there. Yeah, you, take casino, you take money to the casino thinking that you're already going to lose it, right? So you just go in there and you don't go down without a fight. That's how I feel. I've been to the casino once, played a couple slots, <clears throat> went in there with $20, left with $10. I, uh... Won a couple a couple slots, but I mean, like, my my theory is that you you go in there with a set budget in mind of what you're going to be spending, and then I would say if you are lucky enough to win, you would take your winnings, half your winnings, and bet other half. That way, it's impossible to go negative. Yeah, what I normally do is once I get up to five hundred dollars profit, so like once I get to seven hundred dollars total, I'll tell the dealer to give me a purple chip, which is a seven five hundred dollar chip, and I'll put it off to the side. I will not break that $500 chip at all. So um, at least I know I'm leaving with 500 bucks. I like it. Minimum. So if I get up to $1,000, then I'll do another, you know, $500 chip. So I'm leaving with $1,000. I don't break the $500 chips because if I know if I break them, then I'll just end up losing all of it. (laughs) I would feel the same way. But speaking of the casinos, um, me and the wife, um, September 2nd, going to Vegas, man. First time ever going to Vegas, and I'm ecstatic. Ew. Flying? Flying. Oh, yeah, dude. It's like a 24-hour drive or something, like 27-hour drive. There's no way. Especially with gas prices, you probably end up paying in gas prices what you pay for a ticket. And then the drive back. Like, okay, it's always about vacations. It's like the drive there isn't that bad, right? It's just the drive home when you've already had all your fun and everything like that. It just seems way worse to drive home. It puts a damper on the whole vacation altogether because you're just thinking about the drive home in the first place. I, I remember when I lived down in Florida driving up for a week uh, to see family for the first time. And it was just like the week went by fast. You're just thinking about it two days prior. It's like, you know, you got this long, dreadful drive and. It really just puts a damper on a lot, a lot of the situation of what you got going on, and what you're trying to enjoy. Good thing uh, it's it's coming up soon, man, because 
Shit's starting to ramp up out here with this COVID shit, man. It's starting to get me get me nervous again. It really is. That uh that rolling loud shit down in Miami, I think there was like sixteen thousand cases popped up in like a day. I think a lot of people say it's from that big ass fucking music festival, so a lot of a lot of morons. A lot of it uh I think it was like nine over ninety percent is people that weren't vaxxed, but that's neither here nor there. But that'll be dope. I've never been to uh to Vegas. Um even if, I'm not really a big gambler, but I think it'd still be dope. To, you you got to go out there just to say you did. Plus, um, that's going to be, what, two two weeks after SummerSlam? Too bad you guys didn't go that weekend, dude. That would have been super lit. Because uh, SummerSlam is going to be. Yeah, it's going to be at the Raiders fucking new stadium on the 21st, August. Oh, yeah, so, bro. Speaking of SummerSlam, John Cena came back, dude. The last pay-per-view. I was like. Yeah, man. Holy yeah, and crap. it was dope. People went. And that was that was fun, man. Money in the Bank pay per view was really fun, just because the live crowds, like you could just tell everyone was fucking stoked to be back, and uh, the it just it was sweet to get the some of the reactions to Big E winning. People went fucking insane for that when Edge came out. It was fun, man. That's the part that makes wrestling is just one of them things, man. It's, uh, with a lot of sports and stuff, um, you got to have fucking live crowds. Dude. It's just not the same without it. It's just it's not. I mean the the uh, what the fuck they call that stupid shit? Um, the, th- the Thunderdome, like that was a cool concept, you know, having like the right. digital fans and shit. It, but it, it just wasn't the same. So, yeah, and then to have John Cena back. I think that's the first time in 10, 15 years that like damn near the whole crowd was cheering for him. Like there was no John Cena sucks and shit. It was just everyone was excited to have him back. Yeah, and. Like that, like you said, the Money in the Bank pay per view. I gave it a nine point five out of ten. They did some great things. They yeah. pushed people who hasn't been pushed at all, like yep. ever. Like Big E, he's never been in contend for a championship. And that match was dope, dude. That shit that uh, that um, Ricochet did, where he like jumped, he like got pushed off the ladder onto the top rope, and then he did a fuck front flip on everybody. And then um, Ron's, what did he do? He power bombed. Kevin Owens onto that ladder like that fucking hurt, dude. Yeah, that's like I that I would take that clip. Whenever somebody wants to say that wrestling's fake and shit, I w- I'll send them that clip and I have, try to have them tell me how do you fake what the fuck you just watched there? You don't. I, he was definitely hurting the next morning without a fucking doubt. But oh, 100 yeah, fun fun shit. And um, I get yeah as of last night him and Roman are confirmed for SummerSlam. That's gonna be a fucking blast because Roman Reigns is like his character work right now is best all around you know in any company right now he's killing it i love it so it's he looks be, chiseled uh, dude like dude yeah he's, he looks like he's in the best shape of his life right now easy dude. easy and he got them fucking new teeth and shit he's just you know he looks incredible man very very handsome fella um but SummerSlam's gonna be uh probably better than wrestlemania was to you know in my opinion so we'll see how the rest of it shakes out but yeah wrestling's been um a lot of fun lately man that's not having crowds and shit back but uh you were telling us in pre-production man because you know one thing we talk about in tsp every week because we record in the mornings is what kind of coffee we're drinking where from and all this shit last week i think all three of us we we just did uh you know at home at home brews whether it was k-cups or i think joe's wife had brewed him a, a you know some coffee um from a pot and you said uh you you got a your first taste of uh Duncan, man, and now you're obsessed, man. What what have you been messing with over there? Just the donuts. I don't drink coffee. I am not a coffee fan. Um, 
I'm drinking, I'm eating donuts with Mountain Dew. <laughs> I don't what? like coffee. I just don't like the taste of it. I don't know. What I, the I, fuck? I, That's I, what you have in the morning? Yeah, dude. I don't drink coffee. Dude, I don't. Jesus Christ. That's Wait insane. Wait a second. With Mountain Dew? The fizzle yeah, of the Mountain Dew and carbonation with the donut, I'm not sure, man. No, nah, it's not the greatest, but I don't have any milk and we don't have any orange juice. So, so dude, like, what do I drink? Fuck? Do I eat donuts with water? Like, no. At, so yeah. I just went with the Mountain Dew. But yeah, <laughs> I don't. Second, I don't so... like the taste of coffee. I don't know. I don't understand. I, it's, I guess it's like you know people acquiring a taste for beer. I, I just I can't get into coffee. So you, you uh. I mean, I don't know. I would. I, I think in that situation, I would pick the water over the Mountain Dew. Um, if if you had only those two options. I mean, I could have drank a G Fuel. Um, I got a couple cans of G Fuel in the fridge, but I wasn't trying to be all wired at nine o'clock in the morning. Are you a tea guy? What do you mean? You're drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's not the <laughs> same. Bro. Mountain Dew don't do nothing with me. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> That's why I drink, bro. Mountain Dew. I could. I, I got the wife a uh, uh, caramel ice cap though. She said it was pretty. I can't good. believe you don't drink coffee. There's like, I, I can't believe that because there's even shit like out there like Dunkin' Starbucks do. Like they'll make shit that's almost like a fucking dessert. Yeah, I didn't have time. I didn't. I don't know. I like going into those oh, places yeah. like Bob or like uh, Dylan or someone said a couple a couple episodes ago. You go in there and you're just like it's foreign language to you if you've never ordered any of this stuff. Yeah, like they got yeah, yep. you know frappuccinos, cappuccinos, this and that. I'm like, dude, what is this stuff? You can't even say give me a fucking large. sixty ounce Mountain Dew. You guys, you got those here? Yeah, yeah Mountain Dew. No, I got a Mountain Dew, Dew from the donuts. house, bro. I had Mountain Dew here. I didn't order it from there. Fucking double gulp. Give me a double gulp. With my, <laughs> with my donuts. donuts. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Um, speaking of food and shit, drinks. I, I kind of had this realization this week that. Kind of do a weird thing. Maybe it's not weird, but I don't know. We'll see. But when it comes to like, like tomato, I will. I can eat it on a burger, but I can't eat it on a chicken sandwich. And I'm not really sure why that is. But like, I think I went to Wendy's on Thursday, and I, like I said, I'll get a couple junior bacon cheeseburgers and stuff. I'll leave the tomato on there, but I think I got like a spicy chicken sandwich as well. Can't have it tomato. Got to take it off. Really. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just tomato tastes better with beef than chicken for me or not. But it almost—I think the tomato almost balances out the spice of the chicken. I don't. You eat had tomatoes. the lettuce. You keep the lettuce on there at least. Yeah, I know, dude. You you eat like a fucking child. We found out. Yeah, I don't eat tomatoes. I eat fucking. I can eat onions. onions. It just depends on what kind they are. I can't eat the whole onions, like the circle ones. But if it's diced on there, I can eat them. It's weird. What? I don't want to. I don't want to bite into a burger and just have a whole onion come out with it. I'm not a big fan of onions on burger. But I love so onion. What do you, you, just, what do you get? Just fucking cheese and condiments? Lettuce, mayo, mustard, pickles. Yeah. Ketchup, oh, barbecue sauce. That's okay. not that plain. Bacon. Then. Okay. I almost need to. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, actually, but sandwich. last night, though, I will say I, I got a priest chicken sandwich at this place, uh, Twin Oaks Brewery in Port Clinton. We went out and celebrated. Uh, even though his birthday is in January, uh, obviously things were still a little sus um, back then. I think with like regulations and and shit, so they couldn't really celebrate our, our guy Al Geisel the bump his birthday. So they kind of did like a 
I don't know. It's like it's half, almost like a half birthday celebration last night. But we went out to this Twin Oaks Brewery in Portland. Incredible, dude! It's like a sixty-acre fucking property, and like it was, they have like a indoor area where you can sit down, and they had an outdoor. And yesterday, dude, it was like probably fucking seventy degrees out in the evening. Perfect, you know. A little overcast, but uh, it was just awesome, man. And there was live music. There was this dude that was just one fucking guy playing a guitar, singing song, and. I, I shit you not, dude. He played for like four hours straight. Like, you know how some guys will play a song and there'll be like a fucking maybe a two or three minute, you know, period in between songs. Like, no, do you do this guy went back to back for like four hours? <laughs> it was shit. incredible. No repeats? So, um No, 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 no. Not well, nice. I mean, obviously I wasn't like listening right intently the the uh the whole time, but this place is so they're so innovative over there too. One of the cool things they had this like beer truck where you'll put money on this prepaid card basically and then you'll go up to this truck and they'll have like they had eight different spouts in with eight different beers you'll put your fucking card in there and then you'll you'll put your cup underneath whichever one you choose and it charges you like by the ounce so as you're pouring this drink on the screen there it tells you how much you know money you have left on your card and it like you'll watch it like drain down and shit and it's, it was fucking awesome and that's um, incredible the food was the food was fantastic, man. Um, had a blast out there. But yeah, I say all that today. I got a caprice chicken sandwich, which is like your like mozzarella cheese, balsamic, you know, um, vinegar. Uh, obviously your chicken breast, and then a tomato on like you know a bun. And I I actually did keep the tomato on there last night, but uh, it, it went hard, man. Um, but yeah, I, I, just, I had to throw that in there too because it was a lot of fun, and that place just. Food wise and just like I said, like innovation wise, it's it's one of the coolest places I've ever been to. Um, it's kind of a little ways away. I mean, even from my, where I'm at, Portland's a good forty minutes out, but uh, it was well worth it. Had a, had a lot of fun doing that. Shout out to uh, shout out to the bump. Definitely shout out, shout out for sure. And I also want to ask: you said the food is great, the beer is great. That's all fantastic. And you said it has like sixty acres of land. Is it overlooking like a prairie, or is it over? Being in Port Clinton, is, does it by chance have a water view? No water view. It was just a big ass fucking field with you know some of some of it had like you know trees and shit, and some of it was just straight fucking grass. And there, I think there's even some like sunflower, like a little sunflower patch. Um, really dope. Really fucking cool. Definitely sounds. That sounds great. It sounds beautiful. Yeah, but awesome. you had a good time. It was a lot man. of fun, but yeah, man, it was, it was cool. It was really cool. Um, yeah, I, I spent a little dough, as you can imagine, but uh, well worth, well worth every penny. Easy. Speaking but of, I, I got to ask this too. You I got your whole, uh, sorry, you got your whole uh, sauces thing going on. Yeah. Tournament. Oh yeah, baby. Uh, we have I I I'll probably save it for tomorrow, but I have the last eight matchups of of round one, and then we'll be jumping into round two and shit. And um, I used to do this shit quite often because that. Facebook used to have this poll option. It was way, it was way cooler, and uh, this one's pretty fun too. But yeah, we got some, we got some big dogs yet to, yet to appear. Who, uh, who's gonna be your front runner so far, man? I like the Chick Fil A sauce, man. Yeah, I respect it. I respect that. Ain't mad at that at all. I think um, that that'll be up there. Cane sauce would be up there. Yeah. Um. 
at least one or two like the McDonald's sauce because all they got they got their well, here, sauces are the do shit. The, do this then. Do and this then. exercise. Just do your final four. It's like a NCAA bracket. Do your final four prediction right now. Um, say cane sauce, Chick Fil A sauce. Um, I'm looking right now. Big Mac sauce. And then maybe, because this is going to be kind of my dark horse, but I think a lot of people are going to fuck, but Taco Bell's nacho cheese sauce is going to, might might sneak in there. I can get down with all those too. Um, McDonald's barbecue sauce is actually really good too. Yeah, solid. McDonald's hits their sauces. Um, their spicy mustard, probably going to go up there, at least Sweet 16. Which was uh, the, the hot mustard? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, my, yeah, that one, yeah, that one's underrated. Yeah, cane sauce. I surprisingly have not had it. And this is a kind of a point that I brought up to you through text was like, it's hard for me to vote, especially if I only had one of the two sauces being compared here. It's like, how do I vote against one sauce that I haven't tried? If I, I might even like that sauce more. But I'm, am I going to vote on what I already know I do like? I guess yes, in a sense. And people are being like, duh, vote for the one you know you like. But... My argument is, I could like the other sauce more. Am I tainting the poll system here? But it's, you know. Yeah, I think you're just overcomplicating it, man. I think uh, if you got a sauce out of the two that you like, you know, vote away. And then, um, you know, I don't know. Eventually, who knows? I think, I don't know if, I don't know if you, because I'm assuming you didn't vote in the, the cane sauce um, poll, whichever it went up against, because it, it beat its ass. I'm pretty yeah, sure, actually. Yeah, I, I, I checked see, in on uh, it. I know it's very that? popular. Um. Yeah, it beat Arby's. Arby's honey mustard too, which is really fucking good. So that kind of that was a tough matchup for, for that honey mustard. I'm a big fan of that. But yeah, is Arby's I mean, under or that's overrated? just kind of what I do. The only time I wouldn't vote is if you hadn't had neither. I wouldn't just place some fucking random vote. That's when you should, right. you know, swipe up. But if I had one of the two, you know, yeah, why not run with what you know? Fuck it. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I may may do that doing going forward. May be doing that, but. I always found it just tough, just like, especially with sauces from like, you know, Popeyes, and there's not a Popeyes everywhere. So, and in like the bulk of the poll system here is, you know, friends from the Midwest. They're not going to have Popeyes unless they travel. So they're missing out. There's a lot of people missing out. I want to have a unpaid testimony of uh, Popeyes in general, not just their sauces, but in general. Uh, phenomenal place, phenomenal place. Apparently, they have really good chicken sandwiches. Remember, I could not even best get in the fast game. food, fast best food line for in them. the game. But yeah, their chicken is fucking phenomenal. And if you yep. go there, Blackened Ranch can't go wrong. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of their sauces, really. Another great sauce, by the way. And this one can't be on the poll because will it's you uh, will you give everyone the same description as you gave me and Joe of, of what the Blackened Ranch <laughs> is? Black and Ranch, the best way I could describe it is it's a seasoned ranch. <laughs> best way I there it is. It. It's not your typical, you know, Hidden Valley. It's 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 definitely taste house made for sure. <laughs> so it's a little seasoned up. But it's a blackened ranch. Can't go wrong uh, with Popeye's chicken. But another They had a tough matchup, man. Yeah, they nacho, did. I mean the Taco Bell nacho cheese is anything. Which I, you know, that's why I asked in the beginning if, if if it had eligibility, and people said yes, so I put it in. Yeah, I mean, really tough matchup. You, you can't you can't doubt that. But I would have to say, this one obviously can't be on the poll. 
but another ranch would have been um, Yardbirds, and it's a it's it's a local place down there in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. I know a lot of people like going to Destin for vacation, going to the Gulf Coast. Anyone that's listening in that area still, Yardbirds cannot go wrong. I I, I have a theory here that the smaller the restaurant the better the product comes out of it for some reason. Like, I've had the most incredible burgers from what looks like coming out of a shed of, like, just a kitchen, two dudes just fucking grilling shit up. Um, and I think that place was actually called Tops Burgers, and I brought that up on the show a year or two ago, but phenomenal sauces over there at Yardbirds, if you ever get a chance. I got another, I got a, one more little, to round our little food, um, I guess, segment, man. Uh, impromptu but I posted this on Facebook I'm gonna ask you guys because I didn't see either one of you guys answer but it's one of them one gotta go meme you know meme things or whatever the fuck you want to call it it's uh it's tough but I'm gonna ask anyway ribs steaks burgers and brisket one gotta go for that rest of your life what are you going with I personally went with brisket yeah I'm saying brisket even though I'm not a really, I'm not a big rib person, but I'd rather eat ribs over brisket. But steaks and burgers are like the go-to, for sure. We're having steaks for dinner tonight, honestly. Okay. I think we're losing Bobby. Yeah, we're having te- technical difficulties on Bobby's end. I think my answer broke his computer about the briskets. <laughs> So, let's see here. So, Bobby's internet just went out. Um, We're going to have a backup plan, see if he can get on through his phone to wrap up, um, or at least finish out this this, uh, episode here. It should still work, um, because that's the beautiful thing here about the Google Meet process, is that they have this app where you can actually go on phones. It actually helps with guests as well, because some people, you know, don't have... Like a laptop or, you know, nice PC or anything like that or webcams, mics. So if you just have AirPods, headsets, Google app, Android, iPhone, it'll work. Yeah, like I was saying, the reason I don't play Warzone is every single time I try to get on it, I always have an update every single time. I know I don't play for a long time, but it's like every time I want to play, I have an update. I just don't feel like it waiting. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's definitely fair enough. I mean, I think it's an update, too, for me, and I play at least probably once a week most recently, and it has to restart for an update, which I don't even notice anything downloading, per se. It just I get to the home screen or the main screen, and it says must restart after your update, and then basically restart the game, and it pops up for me. So, But my answer would have been brisket, too. Yeah, I've, I haven't had a really good brisket, like... I don't know. It's just everywhere I go to try to try the brisket, it just doesn't impress me that much. So brisket was an easy answer for me. Yeah, like I'm I'm 100% with you. I'm not much of a ribs guy, but burgers, steak, that's a staple of America. And, you know, I, I need that. That's like my main protein source, that and chicken, of course, but that's not within the equation of what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm making steaks tonight for me and the wife. Um, How you doing them? Actually, I'm marinating them, and then I'm gonna cook them on the grill. You a gas or charcoal guy? Gas. Gas. Is that preference or just that's what you have? That's what I have. <clears throat> nice, nice. 
When first time I ever cooked with charcoal was uh, a couple of weeks ago when I went camping. Never cooked with charcoal before ever. So I have the wife get a bag of charcoal, like the ready instant match or whatever it's called, the Insta Fire. Right. So I put it in the the camping grill that they supply, and I warm it up, and I'm like, "Babe, all right, the charcoal's ready. Where's the burger?" She was like, "We don't have burgers." I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "All we have is hot dogs." I'm like. Wait, I just spent seven dollars on charcoal to cook a pack of hot dogs that cost me two bucks. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" But yeah, it was pretty fun cooking with charcoal. I mean, you get to sit there and just enjoy a couple beers before it's ready to, you know, throw the food on there. Cassie. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's like the same thing with uh, like cookouts and barbecues. There's like. When you're ju- when you're enjoying like a brew, grilling, waiting for the charcoal. Do you have actually? Yeah, you probably don't. If that was the one time you did the charcoal, but there's like they have this like uh, device. It's like a big, it's like a big aluminum mug. That's what it looks like. You just pour charcoal into it, and then you have fire underneath, and it basically accelerates the time that your coals heat up. Probably takes half the time, honestly. But that's like an absolute must if you're if you primarily use coals. But, um. That sucks, man. That definitely sucks. You probably waited 20 minutes for Coles and grilled hot dogs for like five seconds or five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes I was like, minutes. all right, where's the burgers? She was like, we don't have burgers. And I'm like, all right, what do we have? She's like, hot dogs. I'm like, okay, hot dogs it is. <laughs> but cooking with charcoal, man, was fun. Uh, I would do it again, but I don't know. I just, to cook, I just want to, you know, start the grill up, cook, boom be done you know what i mean especially yeah, if it's yeah, late at night yeah. well i get it charcoal they everyone says that the charcoal tastes better and this and that and i'm just like i get it but i just want to cook and be done with it especially right. in summertime man I, when i throw the food on the grill i come back inside i'm not waiting outside next to a hot grill in 90 degree weather <laughs> yeah i mean i get i get it 100 percent. that's the it's pluses and minuses for both. Definitely, if you have like more of like the wait time, which you know during the weekdays you want to grill something, you have a long day of work, you don't have much time, you got to get something on the grill, off the grill, into the stomachs, and then you have bedtime, and then rinse and repeat. But uh, for barbecues and like picnics and stuff like that, I've had one. I think uh, actually it was it was probably for my oldest, her birthday. We had some family members over, and. If I shit you not, it was it was such a classic barbecue situation. I was grilling up some burgers and hot dogs, and I I, I was enjoying a brew, and then my uh, mom's boyfriend was sitting up on the deck with me, and he was like that signature guy that was, you know, that has to man in order. How do I put it? He was the signature guy that basically held conversations with the grill guy. Whoever's manning the grill has that always has that one person that keeps conversation, and you know. Keeps time going while everyone else is having fun. Because no, no one, if you're at a picnic or a grill out, a barbecue, and you see the guy or woman on the grill, and they're by themselves, go up there and have a conversation with them. Because everyone else, everyone else is having fun and enjoying their time and whatnot. And got to have at least one person over there hold conversations. Make them, it, it kind of like, you know, connects them to what's going on to the other side of the yard. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And they're cooking the food that you're going to be putting in your stomach. So exactly. So a little of a little appreciation there. Thankfully, though, my uh, father-in-law does most of the cooking when he's over here. 
he uh he enjoys it so he and we when we have cookouts man it's not just hamburgers and hot dogs they go chicken they go steak he does pork he does beef i mean the, when we have like an actual cookout now if we're just cooking for like just me the wife the daughter and those two it's just something simple but when we're having like a birthday party or some kind of cookout i mean these they they just cook up so much food everybody's leaving with a uh a styrofoam plate of food. <clears throat> Maybe even more than one. Yeah, it's it's a lot of food. And I'm like, usually, like, I want all the cookout food left here. But when they cook out for big parties and stuff like that, it's like, take some. Please take some. I do not want to be eating pork chops and burgers and hot dogs for three months straight. Right, yeah. And then what's your, I guess, your go-to sides for barbecues, cookouts, and such? Uh, they, we either just get like potato salad, macaroni salad, baked beans, stuff like that. Or, uh, he makes homemade egg rolls because my wife's dad is, uh, Laos. He's from Laos. So he's Laotian. Okay. So they do uh homemade egg rolls and they'll make like uh papaya and sticky rice for the kids. Cause they love it. So authentic. So shit. yeah. Authentic. Nice. 1000%. Um, but yeah, it's the cookouts are unbelievable over here. It's just they 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 do they do it up, man. They come with all the food too. The only thing we gotta supply is like the the drinks, the plates, stuff like that. They come with bags full of marinated pork chops, beef, you know, all that stuff. By the coolers. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's, it's my first time here, man. my first hungry. time meeting my wife's parents was on the fourth of July, and I just got done eating. And they were having a huge cookout, right? And I just went over there with my kids because we were there for the 4th of July to watch the downtown fireworks. And first time meeting her dad, he was like, you hungry? I'm like, no, sir, I'm not. He was like, you're not going to eat? I said, I just got done eating. He was like, you disrespect my food? I'm like, sir, I'll take a plate. <laughs> I'll take a plate. <laughs> Damn, said, yeah, I for take sure. A plate. I'm sorry. It's just, but, yeah, you don't play that card. You got to like at least – have one plate full. Oh yeah, dude. And it was unbelievable. Like this guy knows how to cook his food for sure. And I just feel bad. Cause when he cooks with charcoal, it's like he literally cooks from the time the party starts like three hours goes by and he's still cooking. I'm like, Holy cow. No, here we go. We got, we got Bobby back here on remote remote from phone. We momentarily here momentarily explain the situation, Bobby, what's going on for the listeners. Uh, I, I don't know yet. Um, I just lost internet connection completely. And according to the spectrum, status of my modem, everything looks okay. So I, I had to answer a bunch of stupid-ass questions and now rebooting my modem. So hopefully we all right. Cause I don't know. It came out of nowhere. Yeah, it's talking. fucking sunny and clear outside, so I don't know what would have caused the, uh, the, um, the outage. But it's annoying. I don't know where uh, what all I missed. But I was what I was trying to ask Todd before I got fucking booted was how you take your steak. How you get it cooked? I like mine more like medium well. Okay, that's, that's tough. Could be worse, I guess. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we anybody. we continued we continued the food conversation. We kind of carried it over into. Uh, we figured out that Mr. Young here has phenomenal cookouts, and 
And he, yeah, they wouldn't know. They grill it up. Invited. He gets invited to my place and gets to eat all the shit I make. I don't get invites over for his. Look, (laughs) we invited you and Analea and all them when Cassie had her birthday party. I think didn't I think Tori and Jackson came over when they had a party over here. You might have. Where were you, Bobby? We were doing something that weekend. Pretty sure. Yeah, we talked oh, about was that off, back in May. What, what was your answer though to the to that question though? One guy mine was brisket. Go. Yeah, yeah, brisket. I know yours. What was Dylan's? Yeah, mine was also brisket as well. I was telling uh, Mr. Young here, Todd, that we were the staple of America is the burger and steak. So you, those two are just all those are Mount Rushmore's of protein right there. So I'm gonna have to bring it down to the brisket and ribs, and if that is the case then the brisket would have to go. More so with the familiarity of the rib, and I can just enjoy myself a nice rack of barbecue ribs. I'm going to switch back. I think everything's back up. All right, we'll see you on the other side. Hopefully more clear. Um, All right. <laughs> phenomenal, phenomenal. Spectrum. Hey, at least we got an update, though. Yeah, we did get an update. You're going to hear the chime. He's going to be coming back into the recording studio um, of Google Meet. But it's, it, it, yeah. Brisket, it had to go. It had to go for sure. But Damn. it's just very, it's very frustrating. Like to depend on where you live, the internet. Yeah, because I have Spectrum as well. I mean, I have Spectrum over here, but I'm like, I'm, I'm down in a completely different region. Probably have Spectrum down here, more southern, closer to probably Cincinnati is probably where they get their signals or whatever. Dayton, maybe even Dayton's probably big enough to have their own signal. Yeah, but like you were saying about that, uh, the whole hole in the wall restaurants having the best food. I think I feel like they have to because. Hold up. All right, check, check, check. How we how we sound? How we doing? How we feeling? Welcome back, Bobby All, baby. We got him back here live and in color. Back Technology, in the Technology, man. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Works when it works. Thank God. I don't know what that was, but. Apparently, you just need a quick little, little reboot, man. Um. So what all? Yeah, what all I miss here? So you didn't miss much. Like I said, we we were kind of you know, we were we were struck of just like what just happened because you you know you were kind of fading out, kind of blocked out a little bit, and then all of a sudden you left. Got the text that your Spectrum internet went out. So I let the listeners know what happened. Your internet went out. We kind of carried on the food conversation of the brisket. I was also giving my answer that I would eliminate the brisket, and I was saying that the steak and burger was, you know, the staples of America and the protein and Mount Rushmore of protein. And then I chose the brisket to be eliminated out of the four there, loving the ribs over the brisket. Uh, And then we kind of carried it over into the food conversation of cookouts, barbecues. I was letting uh, Todd know that I had a situation back on my uh, oldest daughter's birthday when she turned three when I was grilling up some burgers and hot dogs um, here at the crib. I had the classic situation of barbecue where I was grilling up the food, enjoying a brew, and I had the classic signature person next to me striking conversation with me while I was grilling. And what that would do is kind of, you know, every situation needs that. Every situation situation needs that, Bobby, where if you're grilling, whoever's grilling needs someone that's going to be talking to them while they're grilling. It kind of connects them to the actual barbecue situation, what's happening on the other side of the yard where people are usually having fun. That makes sense. That makes uh, all sense, man. That's what it's, you, you're talking about 
American shit right there. That's that's what that's what the spot right there. And uh, 100%. just one thing after another keeps popping up, man. So I still haven't been able to buy a grill for the new crib. It's, it sucks. I haven't grilled in quite a long time. Um, been doing a lot of a lot of oven usage, smoker a little bit too. But yeah, I can't wait to uh, get a grill and um, get back popping. But by the time I get off this fucking one month um, short term leave. I mean, well, it's September. Uh, yeah, no, fuck it, man. You can probably, I'll probably still have a couple more months of, of grill, grill weather and, and shit. I've, I've been known to grill a few times in December and January. No I'm scared, shit, man. But nope. I got to, uh, I gotta get, I gotta get one, man. I miss it. I haven't grilled in so long. So you long. Sh- you ever have to shovel a path to your grill to grill? Get that insane? Um, probably, probably at, at one point in time. <laughs> Absolutely. Need the charcoal flavor in my life. Got to man. I ain't scared. Yeah. I ain't scared about it. It's worth it, especially you know, you know what I do. I'm the motherfucking maestro. This bitch. Yeah, I yeah, hundred percent. I can uh, definitely attest to that. I know Ty was uh, saying something over there um, as well, kind of carrying over the food conversation of I believe he was striking up of why food from smaller places. That's I think I was saying that as well. Smaller shacks have better food. Oh, yeah. Um, it's because they don't have the high reputation as all these other big restaurants. You know what I mean? And they don't, the prices. So, like, say you go to Five Guys, right? And their burgers are X amount. But, the, I mean, it's really good. But then you go to, you know, Bobby's Burger Shack, whose prices are a little bit cheaper, but their, pri- their, their quality is, like, 100% better. It's because they don't have the reputation of like a five guys or a huge burger joint reputation. So their food has to be good. Otherwise they wouldn't get no business. <clears throat> yeah. Like I said, that tops burger place, man, I shit you not was like the size of maybe like a garage, a two car garage. And it was just a shed type of, or, or a kitchen, excuse me, in type of inside here, maybe three people max working. And, uh, it was going straight from the grill to the bun out the window into your car. And I'm talking like greasy bag. This is we're talking five star stadium food here, baby. It was great. The prices were phenomenal. Um, Tops Burgers. Yeah, man, they're getting all the love, all the love today. <laughs> yeah, I don't even live over there anymore. They need a Tops Burgers here down in Troy, baby. <laughs> Come on now, franchise it. <laughs> down south. Yeah, down south here in Ohio, southern Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> up north. <laughs> Up north, north they got at least you guys have a Duncan, man. We don't have a Duncan. Not even close. Twenty miles. I'm not driving twenty miles when I can drive five minutes to a Starbucks. Christ, dude, I just got so much shit going on. I'm getting phone fucking phone calls, unidentified number. So that's about to go to the the email. I don't play that shit. It's a, it's a three hundred four number too, which tells me it's gonna be fucking scam bullshit. I I, I once this this motherfucker. I got because I uh, pull up my my block number list. Yeah, I mean, if it's important, they'll leave a message. Dude, you got. I mean, yeah, I don't know if you guys will see this. This is all three or four numbers, and they're all blocked. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on, dude, and on and fucking on. All three or four, four one nine three zero four. Look at that, dude. It's it's still it's still going. They're trying all the numbers in the bank, man. Nuts. 
It's 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 crazy what these fucking people go through to try to fucking scam your ass on some bullshit, you know? Yeah, dude, I feel it. I feel it. You know what else I feel? You know what else I feel, Bobby? I feel a little bit of around the mill coming. That's right. This time, a little around the mill. A little around the mill. We're going to talk Olympics, okay? Now, I heard an interesting theory here. Now, do you associate patriotism with Olympics, like, in the sense of you feel a little sense of pride of being American when the U.S. wins gold? Mm. Um, I guess. Not care. Not care. But obviously, it's going to be a little different for me. Well, I mean, yeah. So, for, in your st- in your stance, you're going to go with your heritage. I mean, your roots. It's half and half. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you want to see America do um, very well too. Right. Exactly. So I'm saying, like, there is a there is at least a sense of like pride when American wins, Japan wins. You know, it's even in Tokyo. Sure. It's in Tokyo. Yeah. They, they get they get to flex their environment there. Um, but the big story headlines happening in the Olympics is not so much the gold winning but Simone Biles Simone Biles drops out of uh, finals competition um, it was originally I think posted as like an, an injury to her ankle I know she uh, stumbled on a vault landing or finish I'm not really big in gym gymnastics so I, pardon me if I'm not with the lingo there but she has dropped out because she doesn't trust her mindset which is perfectly fair because I mean a lot of people are bashing her Saying she quit on America, quit on her team, and all that stuff, which is just, it's foolish. And uh, I would say that, you know, within her sport, she needs to be 100% mentally focused because it's not just like, you know, a, a mistake. A mistake for me at my job. I, 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 oops, I broke a skid, you know, I move on. With her, she breaks a neck, especially with the shit that she's pulling off. Like, Never done before. People has never even thought of in history. In the history of gymnastics, have never even attempted. And she's pulling these off with ease, landing them. And, and the shitty part here is that I'm also seeing that uh, I don't know if this is 100 true, but I'm seeing posts on it that she's being almost deducted points in the sense because she's trying things that other athletes can't try, other gymnasts can't try. So she's being told, "Don't try these historic uh, moves that you are creating." Because it, it it's hard for the other athletes to basically compete with you, which I think is absolute bullshit. Like they should be trying to chase what mm-hmm. she's doing, you know, and like yeah. they don't want athletes to get hurt or whatever the case is. But you know, that's just the, the nature of the beast of trying to push the envelope, and that's what she's doing. That's great for the game. So I don't know why they wouldn't want that. I I think um, I, th- I think that that whole argument this week has been just fucking stupid. It's, yeah. um, but like you said, th- there's a lot of pressure that goes into that. Plus, you got to think as well. She's one of the many, 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 many gymnasts and just females and stuff that were a part of that Larry Nasser fucking disgusting ass shit that took place for however many years that nobody did shit about. So you got to think also. And, and who knows? We're just talking. We don't know because we're not her. But right. I, you have to imagine that when she's around any kind of team doctor, team physician, whatever, she might have some sort of like PTSD fucking shit and, um, you know, that stuff's probably always kind of running in the back. Plus, um, being in the social media era, like people are always throwing that shit out at her and plus, 
Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure seeing comments like, hey, you better go over there and fucking win. And if not, don't come home. You know, there's, I'm sure there's some fucking, yeah. you know, bozo saying some shit like that. And she, I think there was even a quote of hers that said, like, it sometimes feels like she does. She's doing this for everyone but herself. And then yeah, I think sucks. I've seen another one where like somebody was like, "Hey, what's one of your favorite parts of what you do?" And it's just like the downtime. Like she's just kind of like, it's 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 like, you know, a fucking pop bottle, man. She's just shaking up and all, you know all that stuff, and eventually she's gonna pop off. And unfortunately, it kind of took place on what many would say is like the biggest stage of them all. But I think. Um, at the very end of the day, uh, you know, your mental health and stuff is far more important than what's happening. And we're seeing now, too, uh, obviously, the, the gymnast team is, seems to be doing you know quite well still. And she's been cheering them on. And um, I don't want to fuck her name. Is it, is it Suni or Sunny? I want to say it's uh, Sunny. Sunny. I haven't heard how it was pronounced. I've just seen it on, like, on socials. But yeah, she's, say, she's yeah. on the same team, correct? I believe so, yeah. And she just I, won she just won all so. around. I mean, fuck, man. Obviously, when it comes to the Olympics, you're not going to take, you know, a, a fucking superstar and then bring on, you know, a bunch of just mediocres. Like you're going to bring the very best that you fucking got in the entire country of the United States. So, obviously, you want your very best team or your very best um player, I don't know, player or whatever you want to call in that scenario, um outgoing cuz that's only going to make uh, your chances grow exponentially to, to bring home the gold. But obviously, um, if one goes down, uh, you know, the people that are going to fill in aren't, you know, they're, they're going to bust ass and they're, they're obviously going to be very good. Probably, probably, you know, elite status. Um, It's just crazy, man. It's just like people that are, you know, sitting in their fucking recliners, couches that are, are coming on her, you know, coming at her the hardest. And, um, it's uh fuck that's the shit that's the most annoying is like people that couldn't even you know do a somersault are are, are the ones that are fucking at her throat the, the hardest but <laughs> yeah i saw I have, a tweet uh, yeah i, I, just I could... have a, a post here from from a previous guest of ours and i i was going to try to get him on just for this segment to get uh you know for like debate sake because he's, he's got the completely opposite view we all do because, I, I mean, I haven't heard you yet, Todd, but where do you fall in on this before I read uh, this this post from, from a former guest of ours? I don't have any opinion because I don't watch the Olympics. I have my sport that I watch, and that's it. I, I watch football. Sometimes I'll watch baseball, basketball, but I don't really talk about it because I don't know much about it. But well, let's, let's, Okay, so let's, let's go. We'll, we'll paint it to where you would have an understanding. Let's say whoever – who would you consider is the best player on, like, the Broncos? Very best. Von Miller. Okay. So Von Miller, you guys are getting ready to go out. Uh, maybe it's like a playoff game or something. And he, you know, steps down. He's like, I, you know, I'm having, I'm, I'm anxious. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm having some like mental, you know, health issues. And, I, you know, I wish I could go out there and help the team out. But, you know, if I do, it's going to, you know, put me in a dark place or I just, I just can't, simply can't perform at my best ability because I've got this mental anguish and, and stuff going on. So I'm, I'm not going to play today. What what would you say to that? I think mental health is very very important to where I I mean I wouldn't get mad, right? Because I mean there's always next year or there's always the next game. You know what I mean? To where sure. if you go out there and play, it, you don't know what it would do to that person. Like you don't know if it's going to cause you know 
a long-term issue with that person. So there's always next year. There's always the next game. That's how I look at it. But, yeah, I wouldn't get upset about it. Even if I was on the team and I was, like, the starting quarterback or whatever and we lost because that person wasn't on, but it doesn't matter. Mental right. health is a thousand percent very important for everything. Even if you're not even an athlete, just mental health is very important. Yeah. And I think a lot of people would agree with that, but there's people out there and it seems like quite a few people out there that are, have the opposite view of us. One being Tommy Wright, who's been on the show numerous times. I try to get him um, to come on just so, you know, we could kind of debate it and kind of have both sides of the, the argument there. Uh, even though I personally don't think there should be even two arguments to it, but uh, I'm going to read what he says. Obviously, um, you know, with him not being here, we're not going to bash him or anything like that. You know, at the end of the day, he can have his own opinion and, you know, it is what it is. I mean, maybe we can try to bring him on eventually and, and uh, you know, let, let him speak for himself. But I'll at least read his, his posts from earlier in the week. And it was obviously a very hot button topic because I think it was like the day of or day after like the news broke. So, you know, it's obviously had, you know, 50, 100 comments on there. People uh, going back and forth with him. But he said, uh, Simone Biles quit on her team, plain and simple. People can defend her all they want, but the fact is she quit. I can only imagine the field day people would have if Tom Brady took himself out of the Super Bowl after a couple of drives or LeBron put himself on the bench game seven of the finals after the first quarter. You don't get to put a bedazzled goat on your your Leo for a competition weeks before the Olympics and then complain about pressure and your mental health. If you don't have it, you don't have it, but don't leave your team hanging like that. And, and I was reading some of the comments stuff on there, and there's there's quite a few people in there that 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 agree with it as well. And when I reached out to him again, he sent me a, a pretty lengthy uh, you know response, but he just said, uh, uh, you know, kind of doubled down and just said she had every right to quit, but that doesn't change the fact that she quit. If this were a quarterback in the Super Bowl, the dude wouldn't be able to turn on a single electronic device for weeks. All of a sudden, it's wrong to call it like it is, regardless of whatever excuse she wants to wrap around it. I asked girls I went to school with who did gymnastics and even did it in college, and they all had the same answer, selfish. So to me, it's over and on to the next sports moment that will happen. Everyone will forget about her in gymnastics in a week like we always do. And I told him, I was like, that's that's scorching hot. That's scorching hot take right there. But um, like I said, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of people. If you look on socials, uh, a lot of people are going to have the same kind of sentiments and kind of just said, hey, um, you know, if, if you if you knew – you had some kind of, you know, mental health issues or, you know, to where something could trigger that or if, you know, something um, like that would take you out, you know, maybe not show up instead of leaving, you know, your team high and dry, you know, per se. But um, I guess we'll, we'll start with you, Dylan. I mean, what, what, cause you, you, we're all three on the same page. So what, what do you think about Tommy's comments there? Um, or I guess those, those, that argument in general, I shouldn't, like I said, we're not going to, yeah. Throw time in the middle of the fucking pen here. But those right. comments in general. Yeah, I'll, I'll reply to the comments in general. It's just maybe that thought process because he's not alone, I'm sure, 100%. And uh, I would just say that, like, in sports, and I mean, every sport's different on how, like, a mental toll it takes on you. And um, there's a lot more sports that are physical, like football. I mean, it's a mental game as well as physical, but it's a lot more physical than mental. A lot more sports like bowling, you know, that's a lot more mental than physical. Uh, but with that being said, gymnastics, 100%. 100%. Uh, 
physical. I mean, you see the craziness that they're doing, this putting their bodies to the limit. Um, and doing such that, like spinning up in the air, it's like, imagine how you feel like on a roller coaster, let alone just like contorting your body multiple times, doing backflips, spinning, and whatever the hell else they do off the fucking balance beam. And uh, they have this thing called, that I found out, the twisties is what they call it. Where you basically get lost in air. And like, I mean, can't blame them. Getting lost in air is just like, while they're doing all that, you know, you, that's what she had. And if after that case, she doesn't trust herself in completing, like, moves that she knows that she can complete when she is in that mindset of competing. And on the other hand, her teammates doesn't even look like they're upset at all. They support her 100%. Next woman up, you know, like, they they held their own. They still got silver. It wasn't like they just completely fell apart or anything like that. So... To me, they didn't. She didn't let anyone down, and I don't think the Olympian athletes in general owe anything to us Americans in any fashion whatsoever. Um, so I, they didn't let me down, I should say. I obviously can't speak for everyone, and I don't think they owe anything to us per se. I mean, they should be doing this for this basically for themselves, because the gold medal goes to them. It doesn't go to us citizens, you know. So it's a it's a an accomplishment for them showcase to the world and uh, I don't know I think they're just representing America in, this, in that sense I don't think they're more so owing us anything so I mean it's, it's a touchy subject when it comes to mental health so I don't, I, I'm not in her mind no one knows what she's thinking so I don't want to comment on any of that but from just from the outside looking it in I would 100% agree with her if she doesn't trust her self in making these moves and landing you don't want to see a broken neck and like her yep. career being over, if not life. So it'd be that dramatic. That's what, yeah. I was about, that's what I was about to say. Like she goes out there and she's not in the right, you know, state of mind and she doesn't move and she breaks a leg, you know what I mean? Or lands on her arm wrong and breaks her rotator cuff or something like that. Then who knows where her career goes from there? You know what I mean? Right. Cause she's trying to do this move and in her head, the last time she tried to do it, she broke something. So you never know. You know what I mean? It's a very tu- it's a very touchy subject, but I um, it, no one knows what she's feeling but her. That's how I feel. Right, and it's no different. To put it in other sports perspective, like if uh, an NFL player you know tears their ACL or contorts it in a way from making a, s- a specific move, um, you're going to see a lot of times with quarterbacks when they get like you know collapsed on in the pocket and they break a knee or ACL or tear or anything like that. Um, doing with like knees, they're going to be a little bit more antsy in the pocket when they get back there. You know, shit's flying for real. They have that mental, you know, I guess hurdle they have to get through before they get back to 100% back to where they were before the injury. Yeah, easy. And like I said, it's just, um, you probably felt like she was doing it for everyone but herself. And uh, I guess in the Olympics, you, you, you got to, that probably even triple, quadruples, because I'm sure. Nike, Gatorade, all these other big brands that I'm sure she signed signed to was like, hey, you bring us back the gold. Here's X amount of dollars, you know, you know, and all this shit. And obviously that's going to go to agents and coaches and all these other people. So they're, they're probably on her like, hey, um, you know, the, the people uh, that don't necessarily really give a shit about her well-being. They just want because they know if she gets those checks, they're going to get a cut of the pie. And obviously, that's that's a lot of the, what they look at, and um, 
she's young too, man. You know, um, it, it's I think I think she's not the first one that's ever felt like this. But we're in a day and age now where I think people are more comfortable with admitting, like, hey, I I just I am I'm fucked up in in the head today. Like I just I, I'm having you know a, a tough time, and I'm you know I'm, I'm comfortable admitting that. Whereas 20 years ago. People probably put themselves through some real crazy, you know, dark, deep shit just to, to perform and, and uh, to uh, um, please others. And who, who knows, you know, what after after the Olympics or whatever events that they push themselves through, um, you know, what what the long term effects of that was. So salute to Simone Biles. Uh, she's still the GOAT. Nobody, nobody's fucking with her. That's 100 percent. And um, yeah, like you said silver uh, you know everyone wants the gold but obviously silver is better than no metal and um she'll be back she'll fucking definitely be back you know what i'm saying and she'll come back and kill it and then everyone will, will uh, change their tune man that's just how it goes it's how these how these uh keyboard warriors go anymore so um but yeah we definitely had to touch on that obviously um with with us recording on saturdays um you know that's almost they're almost on to the next uh news cycle but that was definitely still a big one that i want to touch on too but um, Dylan, let's get to this fuck all the week. You know, uh, we've been talking a lot of Conor McGregor this past month and not necessarily, uh, on purpose, but he just keeps doing the, the fuck all shit to, uh, keep himself, you know, in the, uh, the spotlight of, of TSP, I guess. And, um, this week we only went, he, he's like, you went last week. You said he went from fuck all to, to Lambo and he, he or Got himself a fucking insane Lamborghini yacht that I still have to go take a look at. Um, and then, boom, he brings himself right back at, uh, I think it was, what, yeah, like, four or five days ago. I think a lot of people, I don't know if it's a drunk tweet or I don't know if he was just feeling froggy at one point. But when Dustin Poirier, you know, beat Connor, I mean, whatever you want to call it, um, Khabib, Tweeted out, good always defeats evil. Very happy for Dustin Poirier. I hope you will get the belt at the end of the year. Um, that was back on July 10th. And all of a sudden this week, uh, out of the blue, Connor decides to tweet out, COVID is good and father is evil. And uh, for those of you that don't really know what that means or can decipher it, uh, Khabib lost his father to COVID uh, last year. And obviously, that was a really big deal to him because he always he was his coach. And you know would be in his corner for every fight, and that's a, the uh, main reason we haven't seen Khabib uh, go because he always wanted to go thirty and zero, and that that's how he was going to finish his career. He got the twenty ninth win, then that last fight, he said, um, you know, um, not having my father here, uh, I, I'm going to respect you know my mother's wishes because she doesn't want him fighting without his father being in his corner. So he retired, and that's that. And obviously, it's his dad. So. Um, Kind of, kind of steep down that level, really out of the clear fucking blue, um, you know, three four weeks later, then to delete it, it was just that yeah, that was a fucko move, and uh, he easily he, he gets fucko of the week, and I just I don't get it, man. He's just uh, his shit talking used to be kind of like funny and stuff, and now it's just getting into weird spots, and I, I think he's just kind of realizing that he obviously don't have he doesn't have it in the ring anymore, so he's got to do something to kind of keep his name, um, you know, out there, and, and this is the worst way to do it. And like I tweeted out, like <laughs> these guys here, dude, he's, he's going to fuck around and get himself killed fucking with these Russians. And just because the way they, you know, they, they run things out there and they, they obviously have high respects for their, you know, superiors, their, their, their parents and stuff. So and for him to 
to, to say that and then not even stand next to it to, to delete it. That's so whack to me, man. Uh, I'm really starting to get a real bad taste in my mouth with this guy. Like he's just he's trash as fuck in the ring now, and, and obviously it's starting to carry over um, into his shit talking in, in social medias. But um, that's that's what I had to say about it. Yeah, I mean, I I stand up here and defend him. We just went to him, Fucko, try to bring him back to Lambo, Conor McGregor, and see if he can get back on top. But you know. There's, there's a little saying that comes to mind, Bobby. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. It fooled me. We can't get fooled again. That's damn right. So you're going to stay there and fuck Oland, McGregor. Easy. Easy. Hey. Not only that, wasn't the fight between him and Dustin? He was talking about like his wife and yeah, killing him and like yep. stuff like that outside of the you know just fighting. Back like you said, McGregor used to talk shit and it never went personal like that. But now it's all personal with everybody, and I just don't understand it. I don't know understand why he changed to going straight personal. Now I don't get it. It's yeah. the ego, man. That's what it is. At the end of the day, he was sitting on his fucking ass with a broken ankle. Joe Rogan next to him, buttons about to pop off on his shirt. Obviously, he was probably embarrassed that you know his first round got because he was getting his ass beat before it happened, and then yeah, he breaks his fucking ankle. Got to sit there and watch Dustin get all the praise, carry on the belt, and instead of you know saluting the guy, yeah, he had to go and and, and uh, attack his wife again, man, which is it's so lame. So um, yeah, what you described though with the whole Khabib situation, it's almost set up to make like a solid movie because I mean like. He wanted to be 30-0, 30-0, and he stopped fighting because of his father and respects of his mother and family's wishes. And and now, like, this guy's, like, basically spitting on the grave of your father, and this is when your mother is going to give you the blessing to go fight this punk, and it's going to be your 30th win, and Khabib's going to be on top, and it's going to end McGregor's career, and it's going to be a 30 for 30 within five years' time. Yeah, that sounds good, but I don't think Khabib would even waste his time on that because Conor, I mean, is he going to even be fucking ranked at this point? I just, yeah, I don't know. I think probably. I don't know. That, His but name alone, probably. I'm, I'm sure. We'll see. I, I, that sounds good. And yeah, I, at this point, I, I would love to watch Khabib choke him the fuck out twice, you know, and make him look fucking silly. But even then, he'd probably keep going on and on because he's just one of those kind of people. It's it's like his ego, man. He can't he can't just accept that uh, you know he got his a loss or got his ass beat. He's got to try to fucking one up, you know, the guy. Even when he's the winner or the loser, and he's talking. Up at the at the winter, man. Just trash. The memes that created though were hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um were you able to get that Aaron Rodgers press conference? I was not. The the shortest one I could find was like nine plus minutes. I mean, he went on an absolute yeah. tangent on and you know, good for him because like you said, pre production, you could probably say your site, dude, at least he didn't like, you know kind of do it behind their back and you know on his own platform he just did it right there at the facility at media availability and he you know even keeled is what he is you know he's talked about possibly retiring that was in the cards and uh you know he's back here in green bay he settled his differences even had even had a situation i think it was in the beginning where he's like he loves it playing for green bay he loves it he loves the um i think he said he loves the fans, and then he went to go say he loves the like 
front office, but he stopped and he kind of like corrected himself and said he loves the players, personnel, coaches, stuff like that. But I don't even know if he loves the coaches, honestly. I think they're part of like that front office. Probably not, man. The way that they call some of them fucking plays in some crucial moments. And I think he knew this entire time. He's like, I'm going to go back eventually and I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want because one, if they really want to get pissed off, and, and they want to they end up releasing him. That's probably ultimately what he would want anyway, especially because he said once he kind of realized that they didn't want to extend him out past this year. He's like, I don't want to be just some fucking, you know, one one year quarterback for you guys. And then twiddle my thumbs after that. Like, if you don't want to leave me here for the long term, like, give me the fuck out. And I respect that. And he named off fucking what seemed to be endless list of players that they just released and, and cut against basically against his will or just didn't get his input on it and I think something like Aaron Rodgers who's been the leader and in, in, uh, the, the guy that's that's run the fucking squad basically for what what is it now probably 17 16 17 years like yeah get some input man I mean obviously uh, there's a lot of other other uh, quarterbacks and, and captains of the squad that would be able to uh, you know give their input on that stuff and um, it was great I think uh, everything you said is absolute 100% fact. And um, I'm sure some of the players would, would agree with, with what he has to say too. And I'm sure it probably made some of the uh, front office people, especially like the GM, those guys squirm. And, uh, you know, I love that. I respect well, yeah. it. He, yeah. yeah, he basically said, Green Bay is not a vacation home. The players that who want to come here don't come here to live for good, they come here to play with me and win championships. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he ain't fucking lying, man. I was like, at all. oh, my God. And then, like you said, he started naming off all these other players who they just, you know, dicked over and never offered them a contract or anything like that. So they're just like that. He was basically naming. And then you see the next day they signed Randall Cobb back. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's they're funny. It, they're going to run, run it back. Um, I, I think not everyone, though, in Green Bay obviously took a liking to his quotes and his uh, stand against uh, the front office there. As a bar owner I saw in Green Bay, uh, named a drink after this whole press conference called the Cry Baby 12 or, or Wine Baby or something like that, basically mocking uh, Aaron Rodgers, saying that he's a crybaby that has to just deal with it and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, it's just... He's been fucked over, man. I'd say Baker Mayfield has more of a say in Cleveland's front office than Aaron Rodgers does, and that shouldn't be the case. No, not even a little bit. And uh, yeah, like I said, that's that's somebody that that's put them in situations to uh, to win it all many times. But those that that's that uh, franchise, you know, and that goes back to our boy Al Guys. He's a big Packers fan. He knows they don't spend money, you know, to extend out people or. Uh, you know, bring in any kind of big time free agents. They've always been linked to all these people that have interest in maybe coming over or any of that, but they, they don't try to deal, you know, deal uh, um, or make any kind of deals, trades, you know, what have you to bring them on, man. And it's just like, fuck, dude. And he's still obviously, I think, what, he's 37, 36, somewhere around there, maybe 38 at this point, won the fucking MVP last year. Like, he's still got it, man. And uh, these guys are wasting it up. Yeah, what pisses me off is when I found out Aaron Rodgers is not going to play for Green Bay this year. The Broncos were talking. Now it's like, fuck, now we got Drew Locke. 
<laughs> now we got Drew Lock. God damn it. Like, oh my God. I was so crossing my fingers, praying every night. Please give us Aaron Rodgers. That's all we're really missing as a quarterback. Maybe and, next year. Uh, oh. Maybe next year. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you had to know Green Bay. They, they weren't going to deal his ass. I hear that this new one. structured deal, though, makes it easier for them to either deal him this year or next. Money wise, it makes We'll see. It, yeah. We'll see, man. It's just fucking weird, but I'm sure they'd rather have him than not. Cause oh, yeah. I don't think, uh, was it, what's, who's their, it's not Bryce Love. Um, Jordan Love. Jordan Love, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think he he's ready to, to fucking take the reins. No. We'll no. see. What a shitty situation he's put into. He's just kind of like sitting back and watching, looking back and forth at the front office and Aaron Rodgers eating popcorn probably. Like, yeah, I'm just here. I'm just, yeah. I'm just put in this position. Not my fault. But um, I've seen somewhere on Twitter that somebody said, that uh, this is the last weekend, boys, that they, we won't have any football. The Hell last yeah. one. Let's go. I'm so excited, Beautiful. man. This, like I told you guys earlier in the, in the show, it's the only sport I watch, like, con- religiously. Like, I'll pop in a basketball game on here and there. I'll watch, you know, UFC here and there. But you uh, football, Saturday and Sunday, it's always on my TV. No matter if it's the Broncos game, if it's NFL Red Zone, um, if it's college football, it's always on the TV Saturday and Sunday. Absolutely, we just we just booted up the Algorbowski Invitational, sixth annual. Um, so we're gonna be getting some fantasy football going here soon. Can't wait. Very excited about that. And um, yeah, speaking of UFC, dude, that 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 fucking pay per view next week's gonna be real ass because Amanda Nunez, I believe, got COVID. So she's not fighting anymore, and that was one of the co-mains, and it was already kind of a weak-ass card. So there's only going to be really about one fight, maybe two. Jose Aldo fights. Um, but, uh, yeah, for, like, being an actual, like, numbered, you know, main pay-per-view, uh, it's real fucking weak. So I was going to have people over initially, but I don't know if that's going to be the case now. Yeah, I mean, that sucks. I didn't. That's the first time I'm hearing about it. It sucks that... Uh... COVID, man. Sick and tired of hearing about it. Uh, yeah, I think we all are, man. But fortunately, uh, new variants and yeah, I don't know. And, and people vaccinated are, people, people yeah, need to wear we're, masks now. We're back to out in the open, but um, we'll see, man. We'll see, but I don't want I don't want that to rain on the parade of, of football being back ready. Um, God damn, I'm fucking ready, dude. And uh, I don't know. I think that's really all uh, all I got for this week. Unless there's something you guys got left. Yeah. Speaking of football, Broncos, Cleveland. We got to get these tickets. We got to start looking at these tickets, man. I don't even want to, man. I, I've seen some disgusting prices. October twenty first or twentieth, I believe. It's a Thursday night football game, so it's gonna be tickets. Are gonna be a little more out there, but I'm for a sure blackjack going. Games. <laughs> yeah, I'm for really sure you better going. get a couple more three thousand dollar nights if you want to um, get fucking tickets. I was just giving the invitation out to you guys. Um, I'm for sure one thousand percent going. I didn't. We go to a, me and my buddy go to a game every single year. We didn't go to one last year because of COVID, and they weren't letting fans in. Um, so we're for sure one thousand percent going to this game. Um, depending on what the tickets are, or even if we just go down there tailgate and maybe do something that way, but we're for sure going. So. Just throwing the, op- the the invitation out to you too. 
We'll take a look. I mean, I've been seeing some of these ticket prices, and, and they're scary. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, we'll have to find out if if we uh, can find something decent. Then then maybe yeah, because I haven't been to a game in probably two or two two years. So, um, and that's when they're fucking jack shit. So yeah, I'd like to try to catch a game while while they're relevant. And I yeah, being in that. I guess the stadium when it's electrified, when it's energized and not just fucking complaints and trash talking the Browns and all that bullshit, man. The Muni lot being wide open, just fucking smoked meats being tossed around on a platter. And oh god, mouth watering thinking about it. I can't wait, man. I, I would, I would absolutely love to go one of these times, at least one game. Yeah, man. One only time me and you went to a game together, they got absolutely fucking trounced. By the Patriots. Yeah, and it's trounced so Pre, hard. I mean, but thing is, though, even all these years that bronze has been bad, games were still just fun to go to because I tell you what, I don't give a fuck. I've never been to any other stadium for games, but I tell you what, I can already know that there's no other experience like a Cleveland Browns tailgate. There's not. No, I just know no, it. I, it's like everyone's family. It's like a big family reunion. Fucking incredible, dude. You're fucking hammered ass drunk by like 12 noon, <laughs> eating fucking all kinds of shit. It's the best. I mean, about five o'clock in the afternoon later that day, you feel like shit, but it's worth it every time. Um, but now that the Browns are like good, it'd be a real crazy experience to be able to go through that and then also leave, uh, you know, a winner winning the game. But, yeah, I need to get my hands on that 75th anniversary jersey. Nice. Oof. You and me both, man. Those are fucking fire. I actually heard this. I'll ask both you gentlemen here. Is it? A, a, a bro code or man code or whatever you call it. I heard that it's like a sin to wear another man's uh, jersey, especially if they're younger than you. Well, wh- how the fuck? Wh- I mean, I have no how are you gonna ever wear? Because I'm I'm 32. If I, who the fuck can I wear at this point? You would wear like Otto Graham, if older than me, fucking Tom Brady. I'm not getting a Tom Brady jersey. Oh, you're talking about, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant like, and who you're said borrow, that? Where did you I hear thought, that? I thought you said you were going to borrow Bobby's jersey and wear oh, no, that. No, no, no. no, I get what you're No, no what? fuck, he's fucking swimming mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, heard his, I put it on and the jersey would drop to the floor and disappear. Yeah, but what, what's, the, what's the origin of this? Heard it on a radio talk show, sports radio talk show. Oh, jeez. Um, and it was like one of the, like, listen off like the Ten Commandments of, uh, being a man or whatever, and one of them were were wearing a jersey of another man that's younger than you is an absolute no go. Also, wearing a basketball jersey with no shirt underneath is a no go, and that he doesn't trust anyone that's barebacked by Who a basketball jersey. Who is this host? Guy. Ken Carmen. Well, he wasn't making the it's commandments. It's because Ken Carmen can't fucking fit into a jersey. That's why he's saying that shit. Well, it's Gerald. I think his name's. Garrett, Garrett Bush. He was the guy. Know. I've never listened to the show. I just know of Ken Carmen. He's also the dude that said he's gonna eat shit. Never did, right? Whoa, no, no, no. That's not him. That was not him. That was Gold. Who Hammer. was that? That was the goofy motherfucker. Oh, um, okay. There's all these fucking yeah, hosts. D- different different ESPN network. But yeah, he's he's. I, I hate that fucking dork. But uh, yeah. I mean, he also had another. I disagree one. with that sentiment. Fuck that, dude. I, yeah, I got I a Miles Garrett jersey. And I'm gonna be wearing that bitch all season. Hey, I'm, I'm with you. I want a Baker jersey. I think we're the same age, though. So. It's not like I'm... No, if you got a fucking jersey and you take it off and you're praying to it and shit, yeah, then it's starting to get <laughs> fucking weird. You're, if you sleep with it in bed, like, that's your fucking pajama shirt for the night. Right. Then you're getting into a weird fucking realm. 
Right. But if you right, wear it for right. three hours on a Sunday, who gives a shit? I have That's what I thought too. That's what I thought. That's the thing too. Up up until this Garrett jersey, I I hadn't bought a jersey for a long ass time. That's only because, like the previous like two or three I'd buy, they were fucking gone the next year. So, but we got Miles Garrett locked up. I was waiting for. I was like, all right, once we got him locked up, I'll get his jersey. And if, unless they fucking pull some weird shit out out of their ass where they trade him or something, then I sh- we should be good for a little little while. Yeah, another yep, one. I, uh, another... Go ahead. The last jersey I bought was a. Uh... Bradley Roby jersey when we drafted him from Ohio State. And that's been I don't know how long ago. Yeah, I'm with yeah. every jersey I had. I want to get another I definitely want to get um another one. I'd like to get maybe a Chubb or um I don't know. I'd like to get a Denzel Ward, but I I, I, tr- I try to stick to like alignment and shit, because at least it'll look kind of normal. If I'm fucking my big ass is in a Denzel Ward jersey, it's gonna look weird, but um I don't know who else I'd get off the line for real. I don't want to get a clowny jersey. He's only gonna be around for a year. Maybe I'll get a JOK. He's like can play everywhere. Number twenty eight. Or Chub. I mean Chubb the Chubb's different too, just because he's a fucking right brick house. Well, and then I had a Joe Thomas jersey for a little while. Shout out to the goat. But say all that say, man. Um, I can't wait. Can't wait for some fucking ball. Really can't. We'll see what we got this year, but. Um, I think that really about wraps it up, huh? Uh, 117. Uh, pretty solid episode. We, I mean, we had some technical difficulties, but you guys carried it through. You know how that goes with TSP. Um, really pissed off. Couldn't get to this Heather Cox uh, voice message. If I get that working, uh, maybe I'll see if I can try to send it over to you somehow. I don't know. We'll plug it in at the end or something. But I can make it work. Um. Uh, you know, apologize. Apologies to her. I should have just fucking asked last week. That's that's really my fault. So, but uh, Todd, man, thanks for joining us. Being being the third guest host, filling in for for Joe the Greek. Um, we'll we'll have him back again next week. And um, yeah, man, we'll we'll bring it once we get maybe closer to football or maybe a few weeks in. We'll bring you back. See how our teams are doing, and we can do a full fledged football episode, man. And uh, we'll get we'll get your. Uh, get your uh, opinions and, and thoughts on your Vegas trip and shit too, man. So, yes, sir. You guys heard it here first. 731 at 1239 PM. The Broncos will have a top five defense this year. All right. Dylan, here. As, as Dylan likes to say, are you willing to put that in ink? I will. That's why I put it on here. I'll put it on. I'll put it on paper. I'll put it wherever you guys want me to. Broncos will have a top five overall defense this year. Wow. All right. There it is, Dylan. We'll see what happens. Forever stored away in the TSP archives forever. Yes, sir. Salute to you, Todd. Appreciate it, man. We'll uh, we'll talk here on off air. Maybe we'll try to get some Warzone Doves today on a Saturday. But um, that puts a cap on episode 117. We'll be right back, hopefully, uh, to the West Coast next week with our guy, Jay Smith. Hopefully, gonna have some new tracks to uh, to play uh, on the show. Got a got a new project coming. Uh, it sounds like I, from what I was talking to with Sav, he's gonna be dropping the week after. So uh, it's gonna be a fun couple weeks. Uh, maybe I'll try to see if he can sneak on Jay Smith's episode too. But um, TSP, we're rolling, baby. You know what the fuck is going on, and uh, we'll be back at it again for one eighteen. Dylan, you know what time it is. 
Yes, sir. Take it away, baby. Take it away. 117 drifting off. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Todd Young. For myself, Bobby, Todd, and in spirit, Joe. Have a wonderful week, friends.